Valentine Elliott Evans says, as a third grader, she loved walking to school, but once inside, it was how her day started and the things she learned that made attending the Rosenwald School in Cape Charles such a memorable experience. When we got to school in the morning, we had devotion. We did the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. We made the 23rd song, we sang a hymn, and I mean, it was just uplifting every morning. The teachers were your second parents. They took interest in all the children. You got to do spelling bees and plays in the school. You used to play volleyball. We had basketball. Like in mid-morning, the teachers would take you out for exercise and then bring you back in and you got back to your lesson. Her friend Diane Davis says each teacher taught at least two grade levels. And while one group was being instructed, there were no shenanigans from the second group. They knew better. The teacher did not have to stop us and said, stop talking while we did what we had to do. We knew that we were in school to learn, and of course, we did not want them to report to our parents that we were not doing what we needed to do, because our parents were very concerned about our education also. They were always on top of things and encouraged us to always do our best. At the time, the only type of work we could do was working in the field. And I knew I was going to be doing that the rest of my life. And I knew I was being prepared to do something better. One of their fondest memories was the May Day celebration and the dance around the Maypole. The girls would wear colorful skirts and a white t-shirt and the boys wore jeans and a t-shirt. But the wrapping of the Maypole was like a living puzzle. It was really beautiful. It was exciting because that was something that we looked for every year because it always kicked off the beginning of summer for us. The Maypole experience is just one of many things from the school's historic past that the Cape Charles Rosenwald School Restoration Initiative is working to reestablish. They also plan to dedicate a wing to the school's history and its amazing students. Tavia Griffin is the organization's president. She shares how the Rosenwald schools were key to closing the education gap in the early 20th century. In the 1920s, the gap in educational attainment between black and white males in the South was three years. Blacks had an average of fifth grade education compared to eighth grade for whites. But by the 1940s, the gap had closed to just six months. Just to show you the closing of the educational gap, due to the education that these students had at Rosenwald Schools. The organization's goal is to continue the Rosenwald School's commitment to education and the surrounding community by providing an array of programs and services. We want to be more than just a community center. So we will provide a satellite campus for the Eastern Shore Community College. We also will be using the auditorium space as workforce training. We'll be able to have various events there, and we, we want to open it also up for dialogue. We want dialogue between various races, dialogue between those who have lived in Cape Charles and in Northampton for years, and those who are what we call come here. There's a lot of gentrification happening in, in Cape Charles. You can imagine that conversation that needs to happen. Um, and we want our, our school to be a place where that can happen, where people feel safe and they feel free to be able to have those conversations. And right now, we don't have that space. So really, what we envision is a place that was segregated will become a place where everyone should feel welcome and will be able to use, um, specifically in Cape Charles, but also throughout Northampton County. For another view, 
I'm Lisa Godley.